Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey, no. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to Mike Rocket, singer of that song who texted me on New Year's morning. Happy New Year to you. And uh, when do we stop saying Happy New Year? I think uh, Kylie and I were talking about that. I think we got till uh, the 5th, a little Christmas to the 6th. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I'm Steve Trevelis. And we're going to be hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight. Through uh, whatever kind of weather we get, depending on where we are, South Jersey, we've got lots of snow. Not so much here in North Jersey, like nothing here in Central Jersey, in the, in the beautiful studios in the uh, Jim Gerhardt building. Uh, how was your Christmas? How was your COVID Christmas? My God, have you seen such an explosion? Uh, what happened? I thought we were supposed to have this all under control, right? I thought uh, Governor Murphy protected us from the COVID. I heard Joe Biden was going to protect us from the COVID. It was the evil Donald Trump that brought the virus and screwed it up. Well, uh, Trump doesn't have as many deaths as Biden's got on his, on his watch so far, just so you know. And uh, there's a New York Post article saying, where's his apology? Not going to get into that. What I do want to get into is the COVID surge that we've been dealing with for the last couple of weeks. And uh, if you don't know somebody who had COVID then, you know somebody who had the COVID now. Um, Tammy Harvey got the COVID. Open way, uh, not open. Um, 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 Gold, what, what's her name? From the View. Uh, I can't remember. Whoopi Goldberg, right? She tested positive. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Everywhere you look, somebody tested positive. Football games have been rescheduled. Sports have been rescheduled. Uh, New Jersey today had 12 confirmed deaths, 20,428 confirmed positive cases, while the number of hospitalized patients across the state jumped above 4,700 in the wake of the winter holidays. That's a 76% increase in only a week. And I got to ask you, how do you feel about it? How worried are you about COVID right now? You know, if I had said this to you a year ago, you know, uh, there'd be multiple freakout factors. If I said it to you two years ago, it'd be a lot worse. But now we have the vaccines, we have treatments, we have, uh, we've been accustomed to it, we know how to handle it. Are you as worried about it as you were, if you were, in the beginning? And... Uh, if so, or if not, how much are you worried about it? Do you care? Is it like, all right, no problem. You know, if somebody says you tested positive for COVID, are you like, oh, my God, they're going to run. I'm going to die. Or are you going to be like, all right, I'm going to go get the treatments, which are available. 1-800-283-101.5. I just want to know because it's everywhere now. Cory Booker tested positive for the COVID. 
Uh, more and more people, famous people, infamous people. Um, Stephen A. Smith tested positive for the COVID. Now it's become the thing to test positive for the COVID. <laughs> so how worried are you about it? Knowing that if you've been, you know, double vaccined, if you've been double vaccined and boosted, and how many people have been double vaccine and boosted and got the COVID? So, again, you know, the only thing we could say, I was talking to my wife about this, she's a physical therapist, the only thing we could say about the vaccine is that uh, you're not going to die from it. You know, you're going to get symptoms, you can still get it, but you're not going to get it as bad. So, knowing that, if you're vaccinated, and you hear that, you know, somebody says to you, hey man, I got the COVID, I just want you to know it, that's possible, all right, whatever. Yeah, they're worried about it. If you're not vaccinated, Hey, I got the COVID. Oh, well, I'm going to go get the, uh, you know, I'm going to go get the hydroxychloroquine. I'm going to get the uh, uh, Vectrin, whatever. Um, I, I screw this up. The one word I can't say. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Or I'm going to get the uh, the monoclonal antibodies. Or the Italian, the monoclonal antibast. <laughs> You're going to get something. But you know you can get something. Even though they'll tell you you can't get it, other people will tell you that you can get it. I've had doctors tell me that they were prescribing it, but shh, don't tell anybody. So it's out there. How worried are you about COVID-19 in New Jersey right now? 1-800-283-101.5. Matt is in Monroe on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matthew. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. So... So me personally, my, you know, me and my young family and I, we actually just all had COVID, but thankfully our quarantine was before like Christmas. And my wife and I were in healthcare. We were both vaccinated. Uh, we have a 17 month old and COVID ran through us. And thankfully all of us, we were fine in like three to four days. And I'm going to attribute that to the vaccine. However, even though I'm not really, and, and I could compare it to like a little worse than a cold, but not as bad as the flu. But that's my personal thing. The flu is worse. It affects everybody uh, differently, right? Exactly. But what I'm worried about is my older family members with comorbidities. I unfortunately have an uncle right now. You know, he's not doing too well in the hospital. Not going to say where, but, you know, the guy was double We're not going to visit him. Don't worry. Yeah, but but it's a bummer because he's you know he was double vaccinated and boosted, and the guy still ended up getting COVID pneumonia and is not well, doing what does too that well. Tell you? Uh, again, it affects everybody differently. The vaccine's not, in my opinion, if it's the right decision for you. I think you should have gotten it. I don't know how effective it is against this new Omicron variant, but I can speak to it, and I'm hoping that my COVID and my family's COVID was mild because we were vaccinated, but at this point, it's kind of who knows, you know? But then again, but I don't... I'm see, but, worried about my older family members. Again, you know, you can be worried about it, and I understand that, but if the vaccine is not protecting you against the COVID, how do you know it's going to protect them against the COVID? And whatever form of COVID you get, you may get the mild symptoms, but... Even if they've had the vaccine, you know, it's going to affect everybody differently. Matt, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How worried are you about COVID-19? You know, uh, if you've been vaccinated, more and more people now, we got outbreaks coming all over the place. we got a huge spike 
this holiday season, you know, this winter season. So much so that our governor is kind of utzing around the idea of getting the old emergency powers back. Uh, Democratic governor announced he's asking the Democratic-controlled state legislature to extend some of those remaining emergency powers to keep managing the state's response to the pandemic for another 90 days. And that includes extending the statewide mask mandate in the schools. Now, seeing the great job our governor did with his emergency state of emergencies for nine months, do you want him to have him back? 1-800-283-101.5. Would you feel safer if he did? But as far as COVID goes, when you hear people testing positive, if people close to you tell you that you tested positive, how worried about it are you? Scale of 1 to 10. Does it still make you freak out? Or is it like, hey, I'm vaccinated, I don't have to worry about it. Or, hey, I can get the treatments, I don't have to worry about it. And uh, who do you know? You know who are the people uh, that you've come in contact with that you freaked out by? 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, you know, the very COVID Christmas has passed. We got a spike. And is it now something, as I said before, we're going to have to live with this. You know, it's not going anywhere. It's going to change Omicron. That just sounds like a great sports logo on a hoodie. You know, it's the Omicron, maybe a little O or something like that. But I'm not worried about it. I, I, I know. Oh, how dare you say that? You're on the radio. You have responsibility. I'm just not. I, if I get it, I know what to do with it. You know, the uh, same thing with the flu. If I get the flu, I'm going to go for the treatments. I'm vaccinated. And if I weren't vaccinated... And I decided not to vac. I'm, I'm assuming that those who are not vaccinated have a plan in case they were to get it. So let's talk about those plans. Are you ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in your yard? Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage will help you take advantage of this seller's market and put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. James inherited a home in Manchester that he wanted to sell, so he called Rob. It took only four days on the market to get seven showings and multiple offers. The home was sold for $389,000. That, my friends, was $20,000 over the list price. Rob spends over two hundred fifty grand a month to market his homes. This generates a huge pool of buyers. In fact, Rob may have a buyer willing to pay top dollar looking for a home just like yours. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com, and you start packing. There's fast traffic. One of the things I was really sorry about is uh, losing Betty White at the age of 99. We're going to tell you her last words coming up. I just found them. Uh, I worry to you about the Kodoks, as Dennis says, the COVID, 1-800-283-101.5. Scale of 1 to 10, how afraid of you, how afraid of it are you? We got a huge spike. It's been a very COVID Christmas. Joe is in Woodbridge on New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So how worried are you? I'm not worried at all. And I mean, I'm only 19 years old, so I guess that it doesn't affect me as bad. But I actually just had it. I had symptoms for about two to three days. Um, It was like a cold, maybe even not as bad as a cold. And my grandmother has it. She's 80 years old. 
she's vaccinated. Uh, she was sick a little bit, but she's fine by now. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm, if I could choose zero, I would choose zero. I'm not scared. Uh, and you know what? At 19, you really shouldn't be worried about it. You know, you're going to be pretty much, uh, you know, you got the immune system that could fend it off. Your grandmother's vaccinated. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we got to live with this the rest of our lives. So as you see these numbers or you hear about it, the question is, you know, how scared do you want to be? You know, how scared do they want us to be? But, man, I'm glad you're okay. Got it, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. In Randolph, we have Mike on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. What are you thinking? Uh, not, doesn't bother me at all. Um, I'm 57. I had COVID. Right. Went through it. It did get me. I went from... Uh, Three weeks of bronchitis straight into COVID. I spent six days in ICU. Wow. Uh, but with that being said, I had bronchitis for three weeks right. prior to it. So was the bronchitis um, that got you the COVID, or you think that's where it came from? or it just No, kind of... uh, the COVID, my son brought it home. Right. Um, but I was already sick from bronchitis. I've been a welder for 30-some-odd years, so my lungs aren't in the shape that they should be. Right. But with the natural antibodies that you get from having it, mm -hmm. I've been around people that have been sick. I just last week, I was with people that I work with that were sick over the holidays. I didn't get it. Well, you've had it already, too, which is a big yeah. hit. You know, you've got, you've got the antibodies. Yep, but the, the thing that bothers me is they're pushing it. I can't go certain places. You can't go into a restaurant. You can't go here. You can't go there. You can't fly. You can't travel because you don't have a vaccine. See, that is the biggest problem because as they come up with more and more treatments, and now we're starting to see that they've realized that people, you know, have made the choice. And those that decided not to get a vaccine have decided not to get a vaccine. Mike, thanks for the call. Uh, so... Now they're going to have to come up with treatments for those people who haven't decided not to get the vaccine but still get COVID. You still have an obligation, whether you like them or not, you know, uh, to, to help them find a way, to help them find a cure or just a way to deal with it. Even though there are some people that would just like to see them die, uh, there are some celebrities that like to, you know, tweet that stuff out. But in the meantime, you know, as the leader of the free world, you have an obligation to take care of everybody uh, who you govern as a governor as well, including those that don't want the vaccine. So 1-800-283-101.5. More and more now you see in treatments. Pfizer came out with a treatment. Uh, Merck is coming out with a treatment. And I understand it's really, really hard to get these treatments. But again, I also understand that, you know, I've had doctors tell me, uh, off the record, I'm not going to name them, but they have told me specifically, hydroxychloroquine works, ivermectin works, uh, the monoclonal antibodies work, but yet the government keeps stopping you from using them. And that squeeze to keep you, to, to, to get you vaccinated. So here we are, despite all the vaccinations, right? Maybe we got vaccinated, the numbers went down, and suddenly, even though 70% are still vaccinated, the numbers went back up. How do you explain that? Better yet, how are we dealing with it? How are you dealing with it? How worried are you about it? 
If you test positive, someone comes to you, tells you they tested positive. I've had so many friends who've tested positive. Uh, and you say, all right. Well, I'm not worried about it because I'm vaccinated. Okay, so you're not going to die. Have you been vaccinated? Have you been positive with zero symptoms? Go about your life. 1-800-283-101.5. So my question here, my, my question here is the fear factor. In 2022, January 3rd of COVID-19, somebody tests positive or you think you're going to die, you're worried about it, you're like, eh, I'm vaccinated, I don't have to worry about it, I'll just deal with it. If you're not vaccinated, you get it, I'll go to the treatments. Is that where you are or what's your plan? If you're not vaccinated and you test positive or you get, you know, you get the virus, what is the plan? I'd love to know that. You know, if you if you chose not to get, you, you made the decision, the conscious decision, you're not going to get vaccinated. I respect that. I respect your decision. I support your decision because as an American, you made the decision. And I believe you have the right to make that decision, regardless of how many people are trying to force you to do what they want. But having made that decision, and I'd love to hear from people, if there's anyone out there who's unvaccinated, and tested positive, unvaccinated, who uh, got the karots. How did you deal with it? What thoughts were you going through? Was it like, oh my God, I should have been vaccinated? Or was it, eh, no big deal, I'm just going to take care of this? And if you are vaccinated, I think the vaccines, um, just their presence, even though they're really not stopping it, have just given the people, you know, of New Jersey and everywhere, just kind of like a security blanket. Something like, oh, I don't have to worry. I got, I got, I got the vaccine. Everything's going to be okay. Well, you still got the vaccine. You know, it didn't really protect you. Man. Ah, it's okay. I got the vaccine. So is that what it is for you? You know, is it uh, Linus's blanket? For you who understand peanuts? 1-800-283-101.5. As far as Governor Murphy goes, you know, now that, uh, you know, now we see that the uh, cases are spiking, He's starting to, you know, hint around that he would like to get his uh, emergency powers back. And he'd like to get him extended for another 90 days. You on board with that? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. It's uh, 730. I'm Steve Trevelisse. All right, 20,428 confirmed COVID cases. And this was reported today in New Jersey. Uh, 12 confirmed deaths. Number of hospitalized coronavirus patients across the state jumped 4,700 in the wake of the winter holidays. How worried are you about COVID-19? Scale of 1 to 10. If you get it, are you freaked out about it? How bad are you worried about it? If you're unvaccinated, and you get it. Do you have a plan? 1-800-283-101.5. David is in Ocean County under Jersey 101.5. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Anytime. What are you thinking? Uh, so basically, I never got vaccinated. I don't plan on ever. I'm not getting forced by the government to inject chemicals that I don't know about in my body. Right. And I got COVID. And right. yeah, that's it. I was sick in bed. It was hard. And I recovered. And life went on. <laughs> Exactly. That's part of life. Okay, there's a virus going around. I eat healthy, try to stay safe, have some vitamins, and that's it. I'm going to start injecting myself with booster after booster. 
because the government says so, so I don't get sick for two weeks. And on top of that, here you are, 20 years old, about to, you know, begin life in the workplace. And the workplace is trying to... And he's in his 50s, and he also went through it, no problem. No, but I mean, like, you know, now you're being squeezed by different companies to get vaccinated, whether you want to or not, in order to have a job. I don't think that's right at all. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I also know someone personally, he was always pro the vaccine. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get it when they come out with it. Big deal, stopping paranoid. But as soon as they started forcing it, he said, no, now I'm not going to get it. If you're going to force me to do it, I'm not doing it. So you got to go the other way. You got to tell them they can't have it. You got to do like Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the vaccine. No vaccine. Like soup Nazi. Vaccine Nazi. No vaccine for you. Then you see everybody line up yeah. on the vaccine, right? Hi, uh, David. Crazy, it is. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. The vaccine Nazi. I like that. Lisa is in Union Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lisa. Yo, hi. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Great. Um, I had the virus unvac- unvaccinated. Right. Can you hear me? Right? I'm not sure if you can hear me. Okay. Can you hear me? No, I can hear you. I can hear you. Um, I was fine. I was sick. I had a flu-like symptoms, headaches, aches, tired, you know, for about 12 days. Right. Then I got vaccinated about three months later, and I had the uh, Moderna vaccination, and I almost died from the vaccination. Really? Um, uh, horrible, horrible stomach cramps, nonstop um, diarrhea for five days. I was dehydrated. Um, I bounced back after five days, but I called Moderna, and they said, get the next vaccination. And I said, well, you don't even know what my symptoms were. So they said, well, we can't guarantee that, you know, one vaccination is going to work. I said, well, if you can't guarantee that it's not going to work or it is going to work, why would I get the vaccination? Even so, after the um, second shot? Opinion, no, I never got the second shot. No, but I mean, like, even after the second st- shot, they still can't guarantee it's going to stop it. But wait, what were you going to say? No, I, I think that everybody should do what is um, what they feel comfortable doing. There's not enough evidence out there that it's protecting anybody i do think though that the the vaccination for older people if that's their shield of honor or whatever they think they should get it i'm not going to judge anybody um i think that it's people's personal preference and there's not enough um but let me data out there with the with the spike that we're dealing with right now and, you know, the fact that, like, most people are vaccinated, 70% are vaccinated. Do you think people are as worried about COVID now and this outbreak as they would have been, say, a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago? I find from people that I speak with that, no, people are much, feel much safer. Mm-hmm. And they're out whether they're vaxxed or not. And they have masks on if they're not vaxxed. And if they are vaxxed, they're not wearing their masks. And they feel really confident that they're going to be um, safe. Now, I hope they are. And I hope whoever is not wearing a mask is or is safe. They just have to do what's good for them. Because at this point, people have been hibernating for two years almost. And they're going to go out and they're going to get horrible colds and horrible flus. And nobody knows what it is anymore. And you know what? After all that hibernating, where are we? We're right back where we started from. So what good did it do? Uh, let's talk to Mave. Is it Mave? Maeve. Maeve. Hi, Maeve. 
You know, I was going to say mauve, but that was an old pink color. Everybody does that. Everybody does that. <laughs> How about I call you seafoam green? That always went well with mauve. <laughs> I like that color. There you go. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Um, well, I, I am determined not to be vaccinated. I hope that things don't progress to the, to the point that the government can make it mandatory, which it seems to be, I think, now in Germany. If you want to do anything at all, you must be vaccinated. Um, I'm, I'm trying to let other people be the guinea pigs, quite frankly. You know what I um, want to do in know, Germany? Then, if that's what they are, leave Germany. I think that is what they're doing. I, 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 like, you can't do anything you know, without a vaccination. Um, but I do. I will say, you know, I'm I'm very uh, conservative. I did vote for Trump, blah blah. Right. But I do believe in masks. They're common sense. I mean, I understand not wanting to inject yourself with something until it's been proven for a few years. But masks, I, I'll wear a mask for the next ten years. Have I don't you? care, you know. And and I'll tell you that the to me, the, like I'm a patriotic American, but. Right. The American flag of stupidity to me right now would be like a white field with a, like one of those black like POW missing in action silhouettes with with the nose uncovered and the mask worn on the mouth. You know, this is oh, uh, this stupid. is listen, Mo, Mo, this is Dr. Fauci on masks. Listen, there's no reason to be okay. walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is now this is fauci early fauci later changes his mind when he's like i was only saying that hey, i do remember medical, that you know right I so, I mean, who knows you know but what but what's I, important here is if it makes you feel safe then you gotta do what you gotta do yes and i sanitize my hands religiously and i have not gotten sick in in these 18 months or whatever it's been um, you know, and, and uh, vaccination, I just don't want to do it. And I, I, I think it's horrifying if, if we have to ever be forced to that. No. Wear the mask as long as they want, you know. I don't think that's going to happen. I can't see in America being people being forced to take a vaccine. But, you know, they're going to okay. do everything possible, uh, you know, by making your job force you to get the vaccine or making yes. your theater yes. force you to get the vaccine or your football yes. game. But they won't do it. Marv, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. Okay, we did all this work. We closed everything down. We state of emergency. We, uh, we disindicted. And here we are with another spike in COVID cases. We have more, more COVID cases now than we had in the Trump administration. How'd that happen? We got a governor who saved us from the COVID, and we got 20,428 confirmed positive cases. How did that happen? He wants more emergency powers, by the way. So regardless of this, I'm blaming anybody because it's not going anywhere. COVID's going to be here forever. We're going to have to deal with it. How are you dealing with it? How worried are you about COVID-19 right now? Scale of 1 to 10. Have you uh, had friends and relatives close to you who did everything right, test positive? And if you're... Uh, non-vaccinated, you decided that. What is your plan or how worried are you now about getting it? 1-800-283-101.5. I can get you on if you call right now. All Jersey. Quality Remodeling, New Jersey's number one exterior remodeling company specializing in roofing, windows, siding, and more. Exterior home remodeling done right. Visit them at AmericanQualityRemodeling.com for a free quote or call 609-248-6006. Steve Trevelis, back from vacation. 
the COVID vacation. The vacation where everybody you know seems to have come down with the virus. Uh, you worried about it? It's not going anywhere. We're going to have to learn to live with it. Are we learning to live with it better than we were? What is the freakout factor when it comes to you and uh, testing positive for Corona-19? 20,428 people uh, confirmed positive cases uh, just through the holidays. This came on Monday. This came today. So 1-800-283-101.5. Jeff is in Ben Salem on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Steve, how you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm excellent. First time I ever called the station, but I had to pull over and call. Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, that guy, the last call, like, he'd be happy wearing a mask for 10 years. I, I just want to rip him out through the phone. I mean, to be that. You don't know what he looks like. I mean, <laughs> I mean just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. No offense. The, no. the mask, they don't do anything unless you're going to wear N95, and it's a joke. Have you ever watched? Did you watch any of the Penn State games? There was one person, person with a mask on in the stadium. Nobody wears them anywhere. So if it was, if this was that bad, they would cancel these events and everything. No, because you know why they will never cancel a football game because too many people bet on it. Right? I mean, the NFL, it's, it's not about enjoying the football game. It really sucks, too, because I'm going to talk about this later on. You know, the NFL has taken the fun out of watching football. You know, the idea of you sitting with your kids, sitting with your friends, watching a game, enjoying the game, that's out the window. Now everybody sits there with their phone and the app and who's betting this and betting that, right? And uh, who's on the fantasy team. Nobody enjoys the game anymore. So as far as sitting, you know, as far as canceling that game, you know how much money would be lost in sports betting and fantasy and commercials if they canceled the game? Forget it. Uh, let me just say one thing. I Good. Think- you know how they used to have flash mobs like in the middle of nowhere they'll do these stupid things? Yeah. I think there should be a flash mob throughout the United States. Everyone take the mask off at, one, at every location. I don't care. Pick a school district. Everybody just take it off. Well, the problem, I, I don't see what they could do. But, you know, the problem is it's kids versus teacher. You know, little kids aren't going to do it. Older kids, you know, they'll, you know, they'll just bring in the riot squad. God knows. But... You know, it sucks that it has to be like this. I don't know who the hell they're protecting. You know, so here we are. I, from what I understand, like uh, 37 teachers were, I know one school that I won't mention, but 37 teachers were out today. And we're still trying to force the kids to go to school and wear masks. What the hell? I would think, but wouldn't it boost your immunity anyway if you're vaccinated and it, you got the COVID? I would think you're extra protected. I think it's a good thing that people are testing positive. And they don't talk about hospitalizations or deaths. It's just cases they talk about. There were uh, 12 confirmed deaths. Uh, you know, and I don't know what the story. Now you got to go and, and break that down. Okay. How many had comorbidities? What are the stories? How many did you just throw this on because you needed to spike the number? Jeff, thanks for the call. Pete is in Piscataway. We call him Piscataway Pete on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pete. Hey, how you doing? Good, you? Um, look. I won't get vaccinated. I won't wear a mask. If places want me to do that, I won't go there. I'll just save my money. I got sick on Saturday. I come back to work on Monday. What do you do? Getting te- uh, turn a wheel. Wear the road out even. Okay, you're a trucker. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> why go to the hospital so they can say I have COVID when it's a sinus infection? 
Nobody's well, gotten sick in the last two years for, for sinus infection or the flu. Well, no, people have gotten the flu. People have gotten sinus infections. It's just that, you know, you, you get what you get. You know, you go and you get tested, and if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. But then again, it doesn't mean if you have it that you've got a death sentence. It just means you're going to have to deal with this virus. It could kill you. It probably won't. And for this, the freakout factor is, oh, my God, I got to run and I got to get in. I got to get two needles, uh, you know, two shots of vaccine, one of which is going to make me feel miserable and then do this again in six months and again in six months and again in six months. So I get where you're coming from. I want to know to 283-101.5. We lost Betty White coming up. Her last words. This is Eric Scott. I'm Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Trevelisse, back from vacation. Dying to meet you. Dying to talk to you. Till 11 o'clock tonight. You and me, hanging out. Talking about this big COVID spike. Doesn't have the same effect as previous COVID spikes, though. What is your freakout factor when it comes to this? Uh, one thing I got to tell you... Uh, I got this uh, from the app. You can uh, also speak to me on the app chat, the nj1015.com. You download the app on nj1015 and you get it. This is Steve from Newark. Here's a different angle on this. If an employer requires you to be vaccinated and you do not want to be vaccinated on your private side when you're off duty, that means your employer needs to be required to pay you for your downtime. And this is kind of strange, but listen up. This is a jurisdiction matter in which the public jurisdiction is way over the line of infringement and trespassing on our private jurisdiction. In other words, they own you at work, you own you at home. If they're going to buy you at home vaccinated or force you to be vaccinated on your downtime, they should pay you for that. That makes sense, right? I'll bet my house under the Constitution, says Steve from Newark, an Article Three court will not allow an employer to step on the rights of people's private jurisdiction without that man or woman's consent, but not if those Article Three judges are contaminated with those vaccines. Those judges would no longer be viewed as inorganic natural creation to rule on Constitution matters. Perhaps. That's, you know, one man's view. Your thoughts. 1-800-283-101.5. How worried about the vaccine, about the vaccines? How worried are you about uh, testing positive for COVID? Knowing that the vaccines are out there, the treatments are out there, and uh, lots and lots of people you know are testing positive for COVID. Jim is on the turnpike under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hello. How you doing tonight? Good. You? I'm not doing too bad. I'm trucking down your turnpike here, headed for the Sunshine State. Ah, lucky you. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, so what are you thinking? On the COVID, they can take their COVID and stick it up their COVID because <sighs> all it is is just a ploy. It's it's a ploy to get the, our socialist agendas in place. And for me, you know, on a one to... You know, on a scale of one to ten for the COVID, right. I'm rated as zero. So you're not worried about it at all. I'm not worried about it at all. Are you vaccinated? I, no, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to take the vaccination. I, I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you is let me ask you this though: Do you have a plan? If you're not vaccinated and you happen to test positive or you happen to catch it, which we do know it does exist, right? Do you have a plan? I have no plan. I don't even have. I don't even have to worry about it because last year I had symptoms like that, 
back right. in December 2020. Right. right. I was out of work for three weeks. You know, first four days, no big deal. I got sick, you know, flu-like symptoms. But that was it. All right, so you're not worried. I'm not vaccinated. If I get it, I'll deal with it. Everything will be okay. Yeah. And, oh. You know, you get it once, you don't get it again. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm not, I'm just seriously asking. You know, it's like, because right. right now, you know, we have 20,428 COVID cases, uh, 12 deaths, which I want to see the research on, you know, all these deaths and exactly what the circumstances were, comorbidities or whatever, and not just 12 deaths like they like to put in the headline on NJ.com to freak you out. Hospitalization served to 47,100 patients after the holidays. Okay, well, what does that mean? If these people would just realize and quit fearing stuff, they would realize that this stuff is just only a part, a strong version of the flu. That's all it is. All right, Jim. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Like I said, it's not going anywhere. We just have to deal with it. Are we better at dealing with it now? 1-800-283-101.5. And by are we better at dealing with it now? I mean, you know, are we not as freaked out about it as we were or could have been? Or are we not as freaked out about it as a uh, government would want you to be? 1-800-283-101.5. Remember the words of John Lennon. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Now, one of the things I was telling you before, uh, this, you know, we lost Betty White uh, over the holidays on New Year's Eve. I was so disappointed in that. You know, I, I got to admit I was worried when I saw the People magazine story about, you know, Betty White lives to be 100 and the whole thing. And I'm thinking, she made it great. And then, you know, and again, I'm just, just thinking to myself, you know, I, I wouldn't, I would, I would have held off on that until she actually turned the 100. Um, but then again, I'm superstitious to a point. Uh, but what's been out on the internet and what Betty White's publicist wants you to know is uh, no matter what you've read on the Internet, Betty White did not receive COVID-19 vaccine booster shot three days before she died. Uh, her agent and friend Jeff Whitjoss told People that claims the TV legend was negatively affected by the shot on December 28th were untrue. untrue. Uh, he noted that White also didn't say something that had been attributed to her. Eat healthy and get all your vaccines. I just got boosted today. Uh, according to the publicist, she never said that. So even Betty White, they got to get to. You know, even the legacy that is Betty White. And speaking of the legacy that is Betty White, New York Post has a story uh, about her last words. And I'm a big Betty White fan. You know, you, you got to respect the longevity. You got to respect the fact that she just loved to work. I saw a Golden Girls, one of those Golden Girls documentaries, and they said that, you know, she just loved to work. And that's why she kept taking job after job. She didn't need to work. But, you know, Mary Tyler Moore, she got that. Sue Ann Divins was born when she was 51 years old. And then you had, uh, you know, the... Um, Golden Girls, and then you had Hot in Cleveland, uh, Boston Legal, which I loved her on Boston Legal. I still watch those reruns. But her last words, uh, she called out her late husband, Alan Ludden, 
Vicki Lawrence, who worked with White on Mom is Family, exclusively told Page Six she contacted co-star and pal Carol Burnett as soon as she heard the tragic news. I texted Carol and said, this just sucks. I hate this. It's just horrible to see people you love so much go away. Carol wrote back and said, I know, I know. I spoke to Betty's assistant who was with her when she passed. And she said the very last word out of her mouth was Alan. And uh, Lawrence continued, how sweet is that? That's so sweet. God, I hope that's true for all of us. I really hope it's true. What a lovely thought. It really is. You know, um, 1-800-283-101.5. We lost a lot of people in 2021. And, you know, like as, as the year ends, you, you know, you hear about the people and you're like, no. And what I want to do is just ask... Not so much whose celebrity death, like, affected you the most, like, where, you know, uh, you, know you, you were completely overtaken, you couldn't breathe, you know, not like the major tragedies, but whose celebrity death this year did you just really feel bad about? Did you like, oh, no. 1-800-283-101.5. I know, I know, now you got to think about who died. I got somebody in mind. And uh, that really, you know, really affected me that I just couldn't believe it and just felt so bad about it. And I guess that'd be the best way to put it. You know, who are the celebrity deaths uh, in this past year? You know, you, you see the scroll down, like when they'll do the award shows or whatever, and you'll see the, you know, the scroll down. I know Betty White's going to be up there. But, you know, it could be comedy, it could be music, acting, whatever. But the people that we lost this year, that just you really felt bad about. You really hated to see them go. Or you were surprised that they went. 1-800-283-101.5. I got it on Facebook as well. So uh, you can get me there. Also Twitter. Uh, so now that the hustle and bustle is over, are you feeling that pain in your back more? Your neck? Your elbow? How's your old injury feeling? Well, you need to call Trinity Rehab. What are you waiting for? I got this. Uh, I got. I got a little back from carrying the presents and carrying all the stuff around the house, uh, and resetting and redecorating, and then resetting and redecorating again, and then resetting and redecorating again. Uh, Trinity Rehab can help. Now is the time. Give them a call at eight hundred five one eight zero nine seven seven, or go to trinity rehabcom They have the EPAP machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and gets rid of pain fast. Most patients are better in three five minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at eight hundred five one eight zero nine seven seven or trinity rehabcom They're here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling? better and have no pain call trinity rehab they have locations all around new jersey you know that but now open in somerset short hills woodbridge and wayne new jersey also newtown and doylestown pa open in wall and wyckoff new jersey with their newest location in newtown square pennsylvania it's fast traffic speed 1-800-283-101.5 betty white 18 days away from her 100th birthday passes away 99 years old. Bob Holt made it to 100. I'm not sure if George Burns ever got there. I know they were trying really hard to get him there. Do you want to live to be 100? You know, given the choice, Julia Scotty in her act, the very funny Julia Scotty in her act, talks about how uh, the doctor told her she could live to be 100, and she said, I'll kill you if I live to be 100. <laughs> I mean, think about that. You know, think of the shape you have to be in to 
enjoy 100. You know, like look at Betty White uh, in that she was, you know, she did the art, she did the interview for People Magazine, and they have the special coming up, which they're going to air anyway. But she was in such great shape, I imagine, that she was able to, uh, you know, cognitively make it to 100 and enjoy 100. She enjoyed 99. Now, I don't know what goes on, you know, when the cameras are off and everything, but do you know anybody? You know, what's the oldest, happiest person that you know? 60 Minutes once did a thing on, uh, they went and they talked to these people back in the 80s. And in the, at the time, they were in like their 60s and 70s. And the, and the point was, how are you able to live so long and stay so healthy and be so happy or whatever? And they did it. And then they go back like 30 years later and talk to who was left. And you see like a 95-year-old woman driving her own car everywhere and just doing my, my father lived to be 92. Up until a month before he died, he was driving, he was living alone, he was enjoying life. Fished three days a week, had friends. Uh, but the idea that, you know, Betty White got within 18 days of 100. So, like, would you want to live to be 100? And do you know anybody? Like, when you start thinking about the longevity of your life, you know, is there somebody that, you know, you could say, well, they can do it. I could see me doing that. Or you wonder what your life would be if you actually did make it to 100. And also this year, we lost, I'm looking at this, we lost so many great people this year. Uh, whose death made you say, oh, no, not him, not her. I mean, there were a couple for me that just, you know, I was, I was completely amazed by. I just couldn't believe it. And we got, of course, we got Betty White. You know, John Madden is another one, you know, who, who went like just a few days ago. And the thing about John Madden is that he was 85 years old. And if you had to take somebody out of football, he was probably the biggest thing in football. And by that, I mean, if you were going to take someone out of football that would affect everybody, it had to be John Madden because he was bigger than the game. He was bigger than you know, he transcended the game. You know, if you're an old, if you're like in your 50s or 60s, you remember Madden the coach. If you're in your 30s and 40s, you know Madden the broadcaster. If you're in your teens, you know Madden the video game. And he just had that personality that transcended you. You had to love him. You couldn't not like John Madden. You'd almost have to work at it. Um, 1-800-283-101.5. So, like, when that happened, I really felt bad. You know, I mean, like, you know, there are people who die and you feel shaken to your core. John Lennon, for me, would be that. Then there are people who die and you really feel, oh, man, that's not fair. John Madden was one of those guys. Um, but who would you say this year, just this past year? I'll read some of the ones that I got here. Charlie Watts was another one. You know, the drummer for the Rolling Stones. And you don't think of Charlie Watts is 80 years old. You don't listen to Stone's music and think of 80-year-old Charlie Watts. You think of 20-year-old Charlie Watts, a 30-year-old Charlie Watts. But, man, when you hear that Charlie Watts died, and, and I remember the night that it happened, and, you know, we had rockers from all over New Jersey calling in 
Dennis Dyken from Smithereens calling in to talk about Charlie Watts and the effect that he had on him as a drummer. And so many of the other drummers, they had a blog on it at nj1015.com where people were just talking about, you know, what he meant to, you know, what, what, you know, what his music meant. Robbie in Seaside Heights, here's another one that will bring you to your knees. Hey, Robbie. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know what? You were saying that, and there were, you were, some, some other radio station was talking about that uh, a, a few weeks ago. But this year, uh, the one that got me was Edward, Edward Van Halen. Oh my God! Right? Did that, that knock you on your ass? Downer. That was not a good. I was I was down all day, just moping and just wondering, you know, because I uh, got to meet one of his uh, guys that uh, that uh, believe it or not was one of his guitar technicians, and how I ran into this little shop of this guy. His name is Paul. Right. Right. And uh, he was one of his uh, technicians, and he had a little guitar shop down in South Jersey. And I happened to wander into it. And uh, one of Eddie Van Halen's guitars was sitting all the way in the back. The guitar he did Eruption on. Wow. The one he did uh, his, his Frankenstein, you know, and it had two eyelets in it. One eyelid and one of the other. It was a, it was a, it was a Stratocaster body right. with a Kramer neck, a Kramer hockey puck neck. Right. Yeah. And, uh, he he uh, had it, and I said, hey, that wouldn't happen to be Eddie's guitar. Would it be one thing, Mr. Uh, you know, I told him his last name. And uh, so, but that was the one. Did he let you hold hey, it? Another one, another one was Robin Williams. That was a real shock. Oh, that goes way back. Hey, he went, it, 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 you know, it depends on how you go and what fashion, how you lived your life in order and how we're judged. And I think everybody's a good person. We're stuck in a, a rough world, and sometimes we don't do things that are good for us, and we get it too caught up too far into it. it just exceeds excess and on and on god never ends but you know i believe in the uh you know there's a new beginning for people once you go whoever went before you it could be a, a an aunt an uncle a senior i had a, i had my my mom had, had a her mother's mother lived to 102 how about that robbie thanks for the call to new jersey 101.5 john lennon said once that death is like getting you know getting into out of one car and into another uh, how about that, right? John Madden talked about, uh, oh God, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah, John Madden got to see, like they had Christmas Day, Fox broadcast the uh, John Madden special, or Madden, and I'm watching it, and I found out later that he got to see it before he died. So 1-800-283-101.5, uh, who are the people who died this year? And yeah, I forgot about Eddie Van Halen. You know, there were ones I guess you have to think about, you know, that just uh, knock you for a loop. And you're like, wow, I couldn't believe it. You know, one of the guys who uh, passed away this year who really did hit me hard, who really made me feel bad, was Big Daddy Graham. You know, radio legend, comic legend, local legend, Big Daddy Graham. One of the nicest guys you would ever meet. And, you know, for him to pass away, so young, so vibrant, such a great guy. You know, that was one, you know. Uh, but who about you? Who about you? 1-800-283-101.5. I got a list. We'll talk about some of the others. Uh, celebrity deaths, 2021. The ones that really made you feel bad. You know, the ones that really hit you. We lost some people this year that really, really surprised me. You know, it's one thing when you, you, know, you see it coming. 
it's another thing when it takes you completely by surprise. Betty White took me completely by surprise because I saw the People Magazine article. I accepted, oh, she's going to be 100 years old. This is great. She's healthy. It's 18 days away. What could possibly go wrong? And uh, my son Lennon is uh, talking, he's reading some other stuff about Madden and everything. He reads, so-and-so died, so-and-so died, Betty White died, so-and-so died. Wait, wait, back up. What? It's uh, 8.30. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Monday night, back from vacation. Hope you had a great holiday. We lost a lot of people over the holidays. We lost a lot of people in 2021, some of which uh, was surprising. One name that I'm surprised didn't, like, jump right up when I asked this question. Of course, we had Betty White. Of course, we had John Madden. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was one. Charlie Watts was another. Big Daddy Graham. Mike Nesmith of the Monkees. You know, you don't think of Mike Nesmith as old. You don't think of Mike Nesmith as bald. And you don't think of Mike Nesmith as dying. Uh, Now there's only one monkey left, Mickey Dolan's. But you know what? The one that really surprised me that uh, no one mentioned, Norm MacDonald. Because Norm MacDonald came out of nowhere. 61 years old. You didn't hear a word about any kind of health problems or anything. And he dies of cancer. And in death, Norm MacDonald brought us joy because it made people go pull Norm MacDonald clips up on YouTube. And it's impossible to find a Norm MacDonald clip where you don't just laugh your ass off. You know, um... Artie Lang did a podcast on Norm MacDonald talking about his memories. It was hysterical. Uh, but one 1015 Here's what I got. Um, Charlie Watts, of course. John Madden. Betty White. Bruno Kirby. Not because he was a celebrity, but because I went to school with him and knew him personally. Otherwise, no celebrities will ever affect me. I don't know about that. You know, there are people that you just like and respect. And when they die, you could be affected. Uh, it's, not, it's okay to feel bad if someone that you don't know but like passes away. Uh, DMX is another one. Uh, Joshua writes, Helena Hutchins, I believe the political ramifications of this tragic accident will echo throughout history's bell with Alec Baldwin being the hammer that strikes the brass. Okay. Um, but what about you? one 800 283 101.5 it's uh it's been a very long year 2021 and uh hopefully 2022 will be a lot better we need it to be a lot better but uh if you watched any football yesterday uh hopefully you didn't watch the giants because it's not pretty to watch the giants the jets almost beat the patriots and it came down to uh zach wilson on fourth down the jet quarterback uh, all he's got to do is get two yards, and the Jets will hold the ball and go on and beat the New England Patriots. I mean, sorry, the T- Buck- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, former New England Patriot, who hates the Jets, quarterback in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, Zach Wilson, who was a hero last week, and I'll tell you why in a second, uh, was the GOAT yesterday because he runs a quarterback sneak, which inspired the ire of some of the uh, Jet sportscasters on SNY. Uh, but last week, Zach Wilson was a hero. And he made a real Jersey guy move. And this is a Utah kid. He gifted a waitress at the Ritz Diner in Livingston 
two tickets to their game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about that for a tip? It's Christmas morning. He and his family go to the diner to have breakfast. And Kanisha Felsuma told him that her son Scott was a massive Jets fan. And Wilson, wearing sweatpants, a sweatshirt, a haps, tells her, I have two tickets. And you could go on nj1015.com. You check out my excited reaction. And you see, check out, you see her excited reaction, I'm sorry, jumping up and down as she breaks the good news to her son. And I posted the video on Instagram. Uh, it's really, you know, it, it's sad because I, I like Wilson. Wilson's a good kid. You know, he's been getting better and better. And it was almost like it was good karma because the Jets go out later on that day and he runs for a 52-yard touchdown, throws for another. They beat the Jaguars 26-21. Wilson is the hero. Then comes this week and the Patriots, and he's almost going to beat them, and he runs a quarterback sneak that was just a stupid play. Uh, And he's been catching a lot of heat for it. Was it him? Who knows? But, you know, I got Pete. I want to get to you in a second, Pete. But what was, as long as we're talking about this, What's the best tip you ever got? If you're a server, what's the best tip you ever got? Server, bartender, or also, what's the best tip you ever gave or saw given? 1-800-283-101.5. Why are you thinking about that? Pete is in Ewing. Pete, whose celebrity death got you last year? Uh, oh, oh, first off, Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year. And uh, you said almost. That only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, Kobe Bryant. Kobe, well, you said the word almost when you were just saying something. But okay. it only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. But still, Kobe Bryant got me, man. Man, I, you know what? That was January. That was real early in the year. And Right. And a horrible way to you know start this year, 2021, wasn't going without a fight. It stinks that they took Betty from us, but hey, man, she had led a long, you know, happy, you know, successful life, and uh, she gave us many, many years of, you know, good times, lots of laughs. Would you want to be a hundred? Um, no, no, definitely not. I don't know. I mean, you know, she was the idea that she would get that close. I don't know if anyone, you know, you see them like that, you know, they'll wheel them out sometimes like on the Today Show. But can you really, really want to be, imagine what it would be like to be 100 years old. I couldn't, man. Seriously, People's Magazine, they jinxed her, though. That's what I think. On her. Yeah, my wife told me about that, and I, I was like, yep. They put the Maloik on her. No, no, like, oh, no. I, when, when I read that, I'm thinking, all right, this is great. She made it. She didn't make it. Ruh-roh. And then what? Nah, I feel bad for that, you know, because it sucks. Because I really wanted her to make it. And I like her. I'm a Betty White fan. But it sucks. I loved her, man. Hey, loved her. what's the best tip you ever got or gave? Uh, first off, when I got my, uh, my lawsuit settlement uh-huh. from what happened to me years ago, um, I have a favorite gas attendant here in Ewing, right, right. around the corner from us. And uh, I just, you know, gave him a nice crisp $100 bill. You're a good man, Pete. I always said that. So are you, pal. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. 1-800-283-101.5. Zach Wilson, Jets quarterback, goes to the Ritz Diner with his family, has Christmas dinner, tips the waitress, two tickets to see the Jets. 
take on the Jaguars, a woman who would never be able to afford this, gives her son, the massive Jets fan, the ultimate Christmas present. So tell me, 1-800-283-101.5, what was the best tip that you ever gave or received? 1-800-283-101.5 or saw given. No one knows Jersey Rose. 283-101.5. You got to wear Christmas morning. Who the hell wants to wear Christmas morning? I tell you who wants to wear Christmas morning. I thought he's going to want to wear Christmas morning from now on. Kanisha Kalusma. She's a waitress at the Ritz Diner in Livingston. And Jets quarterback Zach Wilson uh, and his family had Christmas breakfast there in the morning. And uh, feeling in a festive mood, Wilson gave the waitress two tickets to see the Jets take on the Jaguars later that day. A game in which he ran for 52 yards, threw a touchdown pass, and uh, the Jets beat the Jaguars. Yesterday, not so good as they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a bad quarterback sneak. But what is the best tip you ever gave or received? 1-800-283-101.5. We got Mark in Heightstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mark. Hey, Steve. It's Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Uh, I'm good. Um, we have a mutual uh, acquaintance, um, the Rossies from Roosevelt. Uh, I love the Rossies. Oh, they're they're my they're my people, and uh, Miss I just want to say, uh, many years ago, my brother passed away at forty seven years old, right? And um, some insurance money came in, and I was down and out, and I went to uh, Denny's in Bordentown. I know. And what I that left is. the waitress. Yeah, it's great. I left the waitress a hundred dollar tip. Wow. Why? I just, because she was just so kind and pleasant and courteous to me. I left a hundred dollar bill and she was like, sir, you've got your money. I said, that's for you. And I couldn't, I mean, the next day I was like, wow. That is great. It felt so good. What was her reaction? Uh, she, she couldn't believe it. She really could not believe it. She said, I'm just taken back by this. Are you sure? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. You're a good man. You You made made my night, you know? You know what? That made my night. Mark, that's a Uh, great story. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Tatiana is in New Providence on New Jersey 101.5. What a name. How you doing? Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thanks. So I have a great story uh, with a wonderful person who I had the privilege to fly in my vocation as a flight attendant, uh-huh. um, Neil Cavuto and Fox. his wife. Yes, I flew from New Jersey out to Seattle, right. and they were so low-key, such lovely people, didn't ask for anything. I think I served them drinks. I had a full catering on board, but they didn't want anything. And he hand-wrote me a note, handwritten, um, which was so lovely and just such accolades that I was just overwhelmed. And inside of the note was $200. Wow. Not only that, but I also flew him back with his wife from Seattle. Right. And he wrote me a second handwritten note with another $200 in it. Again, didn't serve him any food, just some beverages and some snacks on board from the snack basket. And I was bowled over at his generosity. He was such a nice, low-key, lovely, lovely man and wife. Wonderful people. What is it about you that made him do that? 
I just try to be nice. I try to give good service and, um, you know, just be attentive, but not too over overwhelming to them. And uh, I, I think it's really more about them than it was about me, to be but honest. You, no, but Tatiana, you really made an impression on him. People don't just hand people. F I mean, see, like for me, I, I'm thinking like, all right, so, so I got you going to Seattle. And I'm thinking, oh, man, what a lovely woman. I got to do this. I'm going to give you $200. Now, coming back, uh-oh, she's here again. <laughs> What do I do? Are you off the hook for the two hundred dollars going there, or do you have to give another two hundred dollars coming back? This is the way I think. And, I mean, he he ponied up four hundred bucks. You got to be the greatest uh, air flight attendant that ever lived. I mean, seriously, that's quite the compliment for you. Thank you so much. That's very nice for you to say that. I mean, I try to do the best job that I can, and I uh -huh. I want to treat the people that I that I work for the way I would want to be treated. You know, private flight, commercial flight, it doesn't really matter. You don't often get that. You know, either an either or. Um, commercial aviation or private aviation you know what it's like to fly these days you know my so, aunt was I, a, a flight attendant and she worked at a teeterboro and she somehow ended up uh, she would be the one she the the charter planes and she, a lot of the celebrities so she flew paul anka you know some which made a big deal for her but you know like um you know, she would get those and she would talk about how, you know, some, you know, some of them are just the nicest people. And Neil Cavuto sounds like a prince. That's great. Oh, I can't even begin to tell you. And the other thing that I got, just so you know, you're talking about flying celebrities. I didn't get a tip, but I flew Sting for a whole month on his Rock, Paper, Scissors tour. Wow. Um, I guess it was, what, in 2017? Okay. No, it, was, it was recent. It was, it was 2017, I think. The whole band, three other flight attendants had gotten kicked off uh, of the plane. And I was like Goldilocks and the three bears. I don't know what it was, but I was just right. And all the band members, when they got off the plane in Chicago, hugged me. And I can't tell you, that in and of itself was like the biggest tip that I ever got. Because oh, you needed I knew a picture. What the background story was. Yeah, well, I didn't want to ask for a picture. That's no, I mean, like so much you can video of them hugging you. That would have been great. I know it was it was amazing. It was just like the highlight of my career. <laughs> if I ever fly, I'm finding you, Tatiana, and you're gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna be my stew, my flight attendant. I'll be your stew. You got it. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Donnie, hang out. All right, come on. The best tip you have ever gotten or received. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Think about it. Hey Doyle, get on that radio. It's everywhere. She's just gonna have to live with it. Relax, Ashbet. Uh, we're talking about this last hour, uh, Jet quarterback Zach Wilson, who did not have a good day yesterday. It's a shame because they almost beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Zach would have been a hero had he not tried a quarterback sneak on fourth and two, which uh, inspired the ire of a lot of ex-Jets. And I don't know what the story was, but it doesn't matter. What we're talking about here is the good thing that he did, which was a week before, uh, on Christmas morning, he and his family were having breakfast at the Ritz Diner in Livingston, and he tipped the waitress, Kenesha Thulusma, uh, two tickets to the game against Jacksonville Jaguars that afternoon. Now, that's what I call a tip. And her son is a massive Jets fan. Wilson says, I have two tickets. And you go on NJ1015.com. You can check out the um, video I put up of her just jumping up and down with excitement, calling up her son, telling her he got the tickets. And I'm asking you, have you ever received a really good tip? Or have you ever been able to afford to give someone 
a really good tip. What was the tip? How did it make you feel? 1-800-283-101.5. Has it ever happened to you? You know, these servers that go to work day in, day out. You know what you're going to get. But every now and then, you, and you hear the stories about people get stiffed all the time. But tell me the story about the really great tip you got. Where it was. What were the circumstances? Donnie is in North Hollywood, California. Dude, you could be talking to anybody right now. Or any celebrity you want. And here you are calling New Jersey. What's up, pal? You know what, Steve? I miss you already. See that? I miss you, too. So what the hell are you doing in California? You went and made it famous? I'm trying to look for a job. I damn near applied to McDonald's this morning. I'll be all right. Okay, the Beverly Hills McDonald's. You get good tips there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But, uh, yeah, my my cat Levon and I right. landed safely. We're here. It's no longer um, something that is in the future. I did it. I escaped from New good Jersey. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll see how it works out. Hey, you're going to make it after all, like Mary Tyler Moore. I believe in you. going to make it after all. Unless you start singing, in which case you're totally screwed. <laughs> okay, two quick ones. Right. Getting tipped. You know I do the audiovisual thing, and I helped out this guy just for like a couple of minutes. He couldn't get his computer up on his projector, and he was going to play pictures of his kids or whatever. And... um Oh, Jeff Dominski has a problem with this, literally and figuratively. He said, you literally saved my life, which I did not literally save his life. I figuratively saved his life. He handed me a $100 bill. What? It's like, yeah, he handed me a $100 bill. I, I, I helped him out for like 10 minutes. How about that? Like, he said, have dinner on me. You know what? That's There's another one. Yeah, go ahead. I did a three-day show. Right. And they, uh, the letter was beautiful. It was, thank you so much for your support. And I don't know how we could have done it without you. That was good enough. But they put $120 in there. How about that? told me it's not 100 It's 100 plus some because you were that good. I like going the extra really 20 good. Yeah, going the yeah. extra 20 That's what made yeah. it good. That was like, that made it like an 11 on a scale of 0 to 10, you know? Yeah, how about that? And these happened in Jersey? <laughs> yeah, that happened in Jersey, yeah. Then why would you leave here to go to California? Uh, I can't make it there. And Murphy's yeah, election, oh my God. Um, do, do we have enough time for me to tell you about a tip? Do you got a tip? Go ahead, give me another tip. I was in North Carolina on a job. Right. And the waiter, to me, good services, leave me alone. Okay. You know, I don't, when you just serve me my plate, don't come 30 seconds later and say, is everything okay? I don't know. I haven't chewed my first bite. This guy was pretty much missing in action. I didn't see him. <laughs> but as soon as I tipped my beer back and it was empty, he was there like he came out of the wall. Would okay. you like another beer, sir? Mm -hmm. So I demanded to talk to the manager. I said, I got to talk to the manager right now. Oh, well, he's busy. I said, I need to speak to the manager. So he came out and I said, I don't care what you have to do to keep this, to keep this guy. <laughs> because this is the best waiter I've ever seen in my life. And I doubled the bill. So I gave, I gave what's that, 200% or is that 100%? That's I don't want true. If you double the bill, that's 100%, right? Yeah, it was like $140, $170 bill. At the time, I had it like that. And I 
doubled the freaking bill because he was so good. That is great. See, yep. that is great. You know, they're going to love you in California. You know, well, we'll see. So far, I can't get a job at Home Depot. But well, that's all right. That's all right. I believe in you, Donnie. I believe in you. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Best tip you ever got or gave. If you're a server, especially now, you know, you got to take care of people because you don't know how much longer with this virus spiking the way it is, we're going to be able to go out. You know, we're going to be able to have a good time. You know that, you know, the toll is going to be taken on these venues that people are not going to want to go out. So what's the best? If you do go out, give them a good tip. Take care of them. You know, because you know the numbers are down. You know they're not making as much as they normally would. But if you are, you know, if you are a server, what's the best tip you ever received? Has anyone ever given you something other than money? You know, like Zach Wilson goes into a diner, and uh, he's the quarterback of the New York Jets, and he happens to have two tickets to the game on him, and he gave those out as tips. What a great tip. Imagine that. Two tickets to a game. 1-800-283-101.5. Sometimes people don't have money to give, or sometimes people have something else they'd rather give. Maybe it's something you could sell, you know, or something you would never expect. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, you, you never know, too. Like, I um, I was in a diner once, and the waiter was so good. The server was so good. I had a DJ company at the time. His name was Scott Sanicky. He was, he was just the best. I hired him and worked with him for, worked for, him for a couple of years doing uh, DJ parties. And he was fantastic. You know, so you never know where you're going to find great talent. But you know you've had those experiences. 1-800-283-101.5. And the whole cool thing about that, too, is that, you know, here's his 22-year-old kid, Zach Wilson. His mom uh, is on Instagram, and uh, she posts all the pictures of it in the video. Uh, it's amazing. Juan is in Deptford on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Juan. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. I, I like this topic, man, because he's a... Uh a very nice thing to to talk about you know people are generous you know yeah uh, there's a lot of people that are generous and uh i was uh i was a uber driver uh, i'm actually a truck driver but at that time i was waiting on my endorsement my uh uh so i, I was getting to to get my license back actually and uh so i had to do uh uber for like a month right so i so i had a i picked up this uh lawyer right lawyer and, uh, and he's just having a conversation, and he's asking me about my family, about my kids. And, and I'm telling him about my situation with the truck, you know, that I'm waiting for the endorsement and, and all this stuff. And uh, for the hazmat, actually. Right. And, uh, and, and he said, uh, once I drop him off, uh, he said, look, this is $100. Take your kids out for dinner. Wow. That's what he said. He gave me $100. I was like, wow. And, and I put my kids right there in front of him, and I say, "Hey, I got a good tip for you guys." You know, and I tell him, and "He just let me go." That's great. <laughs> you know, and what a great story for the kids too, Juan. Yeah, and I, and I told him, "Yeah, no good, man. Your situation's good now, right?" Yes, yes. I only had to do it for like a month. Oh man, glad to hear it. And then, and then I went back to charging. So, but let me tell you, yeah, I'm in touch with the lawyer. Uh huh. His car. Yeah, he's from Haddonfield. He's a lawyer from Haddonfield, and uh, he gave me his car, and 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 I and I still in, in touch with him. You know, like uh, if I ever need a lawyer, he said, "Look, just give me a call," and uh, and I was able to refer him a few times to uh, 
friend. And uh, and and then he said, "Yeah, I know that guy." So that just made me feel even better. Even better, right now you got influence. Right now you now you're power broker. Juan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jess, hold on. I'm going to give you more time. 1-800-283-101.5. Best tip you have ever gotten or best tip you have ever given. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. 283-101.5. Did you go out over the holidays? Did you leave a nice tip? Did you get a nice tip? Got to take care of each other, especially now. You know, crowds are going to be thinning. People aren't going to be going out as much. Those that do go out, remember the people who are taking care of you. They could be sitting home, fat, dumb, and happy collecting checks, but no, they're out working, serving you to make your life better. Help them out. You know, in comedy, be kind to your bartenders and waitresses. Same thing at the bands. So what's the best tip you ever gave or received? Jess is in Belmar on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jess. Hi, how are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. You might remember this story. So in 2015, I got a tip that said LOL on the tip line, and it went viral. Right. Um, and people from all over the world, because I posted it on Facebook, I was, like, annoyed. I um, People from all over the world were sending me, like, love mail, hate mail. People were sending me, like, um, money. They sent me spices to make up for... Wow. Um, guy who didn't tip me and i ended up i think maybe making like maybe three thousand dollars you're kidding in total no and so now every time i go out i tip um you know twice what it should be because i've been a waitress about 10 years maybe more you're still doing it i i do it seasonally um you know it's where the money is (laughs) so there really is now what's it like now what's it like now what's it like uh, with the pandemic and everything is it harder um, I mean, I'd say people are less um, understanding, I feel, you know, because we're short staffed. There's a, a lot more factors than there used to be, um, especially with, you know, following uh, everything with the CDC and the masks and how far away tables should be, all of that. And then keeping employees it was tough, so... There's one day I was the only server, and I had every single table. <laughs> and, it, you know, at some point people get annoyed that you're not there. Well, what are you supposed to do, right? <laughs> yeah. I know. Be, it's tough. Right? It's, it's a tough industry. But, but then, like, I mean, again. There, the good outweighs the bad. You know? Yeah. You look at that. I got the whole room to myself, and you see one big dollar yeah. sign in the room. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's great. So you po you like you got a bed, you got stiffed, you put it on social media and got three thousand dollars from sympathetic people. I would do that every week. I would just keep throwing bad to bad checks up there I every know. week. That's a good way <laughs> to I do it. I'm not like a I never speak up about stuff like that because I've been a server so long. Right. And of course the one time I do well, do it again. There it is on the headline of the news. That's excellent. <laughs> Jess, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. How about that? How about that? 1-800-283-101.5. Peter from Lawrenceville was a restaurant manager. He was a server. He was a cook. He's got three autographed books by William J. Bennett, the drug czar. He got an autographed picture of Coach John Major from Tennessee. He got an autographed book by the author of Mary Lou Henner, I Will Not Raise a Brat. Uh, Sir John Barry. Uh, 
uh, got a, gave him a CD for giving him a reservation. And this was all between 2004 and 2010 at the Nassau Inn. You can reach us on the app at nj1015.com. Download the app, and you can get to us. Come on, the best tip you ever got. Best tip you ever gave. We got some great stories here. But how about Zach Wilson? You know, this, is, this just goes to show you, you know, even though he's from Utah, what a true Jersey guy he is. Goes into the restaurant. It's New Year's Eve. I mean, it's Christmas morning. I'm sorry. It's Christmas morning. He's having breakfast with his family. And here's the waitress. I mean, he could easily give her a few bucks. He could have given her $20, would have made everything. I don't know what they ate, but he would, you know, he could have like given her like 20%, 30%. But instead, he gives her two tickets to the game because he finds out. She finds out who he is, tells her that her son's a huge fan, a massive fan. And he gives her two tickets to see the Jets. And she jumps out of her skin. And here's the cool thing. You know, uh, talk about karma. So later that day, Wilson goes and plays the game. And he throws a touchdown pass. And he runs a 52-yard touchdown. And the Jets beat the Jaguars. Now, granted, the Jaguars are the worst team in football, or the second-worst team or whatever. But still, this is like the Jets are winning every week. Although the Jets almost won last night. Uh, yesterday, but uh, it was not to be. But one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. If you're a server, best tip you ever got. Did anybody ever leave you anything other than money, or the most money you ever got, or the craziest tip you ever got? I had a guy once tip me as a, when I was DJing. Two, it was like $267.34. Like he calculated the bill and what percentage he wanted to leave me. And I was like, seriously? Uh, but $267.34 was for rehearsal dinner in Belmar. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. If you are, if you haven't been lucky enough, and you know it's better to give than to receive, and the great feeling you get from giving... You know, what's the best tip you ever left somebody? Or what's the best tip you ever seen somebody leave somebody? Where you were just amazed. Like Neil Cavuto tipping the uh, flight attendant $200 on his way to Seattle and $200 again on his way back. That's pretty damn good. And all he's doing is having drinks. Maybe he had a lot of drinks. I don't know. But have you ever been in that situation? Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, maybe you don't normally have it, but just time you do? You know, this time you do, and you're in the position to really help somebody. You're in a position to make somebody's day. There's an episode of Taxi where uh, Jim Ignatowski, played by Christopher Lloyd, you know, the uh, drugged-out cab driver, uh, inherits a fortune from his father. And his... Uh, He's walking around giving everybody a thought, giving like tips. Like he's rid ridiculously massive tips. And the other cab drivers are yelling at him for it. So he says, all right, how about this? I'm going to give each one of you $1,000. And it's your job. By the end of the day, you have to give someone that $1,000. Just so you see how good it feels to give somebody $1,000. Elvis Presley used to do that. Bill Hicks used to make fun of him all the time. Give out Cadillacs to people. Brand new Cadillac. 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. The best tip you ever got or received. Give me a call. I want to hear your story. It's 930.
Brought to you by the New Jersey Department of Health and Human Services. You may not think there is assistance for your addiction, but ask your medical professional about medications proven to support recovery or visit reachnj.gov to learn more and get started on your recovery. From New Jersey Human Services, 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right. Zach Wilson, quarterback of the Jets, tips the waitress at the Ritz Diner on Christmas morning. Two tickets to see the game. Our son, massive Jet fan. What's the best uh, tip you ever gave or received? Jordan, come on in. You want to hear a tip, right? Sometimes not everybody tips in money. You know, some people give kittens. I don't know. Some people give produce. I used to get tipped in lettuce. I DJ this one farm, and they would tip me like whatever came in, whatever crop. I got like 250 cash, and whatever crops were coming in. And at the time, I was uh, I was single, living in a house, and I would bag the produce up and give it to all my neighbors. Uh, what's the uh, what's the best tip you ever got? So I don't know if it's the best tip I've ever gotten, but it was a very fun tip. Yeah. Um, I worked at a burger shack, and it was around New Year's Eve, and I had one of my regular customers coming in, and he brought me a bag of fireworks. Really. Which was pretty exciting. I wasn't 18 at the time, so I couldn't go to Pennsylvania. I couldn't buy them myself. So it was really exciting. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going home and lighting these off. What did he give you? What kind? I don't even remember. Um, there was some of the ones that you can just, like, light on the ground, and they spin in circles. Not really, like, anything too expensive or big. But, I mean, it was probably, like, 150 bucks worth of fireworks. Nice. So, yeah. This guy gives me, um, I saw this thing on Facebook. Guy sends it to me where uh, there's a Christmas party going on. And this guy dances outside, and he goes over to a bottle rocket, and he lights the bottle rocket, and the bottle rocket goes up in the sky. And all of a sudden, you see reindeer fall down, <laughs> Santa and the sled, and Santa goes starts chasing the guy. That was funny. That is funny. <laughs> the, uh, I, have you, uh, do you uh, go to Great Adventure? Um, I've been. I used to have a season pass, and I would go with one of my friends. Yeah. I worked there for five years. How was a that? A long time ago. Oh, my God. It was the best. It was the best summer job ever because where Great Adventure was was another shot at high school. Like, if you didn't like high school, here's 2,000 kids. This is back then, the 70s. 2,000 kids between 18 and 22 years old. And all they do is work, you know, run the rides. I, was, uh, I ran a ride called the uh, Rotor. Spins around, the floor drops, choke on your own vomit. Uh, I was the supervisor for the diving and dolphin shows. I announced the diving and dolphin shows. I was a puppeteer. But it was great because all day long you worked in the sun. It was cool. And then afterwards we'd all go party. There was a place called the Central House, which was a little nickel beer bar. And uh, by the time we got done with it, it became a massive double, you know, two-story restaurant with country music downstairs and rock upstairs. And the guy made so much money off of us. But Kylie put a post up on uh, seven rides New Jersey would like to see back at Six Flags Great Adventure. I'm wondering, like, did, would you, uh, what was your favorite Great Adventure ride? So I was a big fan of Superman. I really liked the Superman ride. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones I loved. Are you a big fan of Superman himself? Well, no. Uh, honestly, I've never seen any of the superhero movies. Then what made you a fan of Superman? I just liked the way, like, on that ride, you kind of lay down, and you're looking down. You oh, okay. feel like you're flying. Like, All it's right. a lot of fun. Oh, know, Superman like the ride, not Superman the Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. What was yours? You know what? I was never much of a ride guy. We would go. Um, 
because we were at the time all into the park, right? There would be a bunch of us that would tour. And I went to Coney Island once and rode the Cyclone. And the Cyclone, it was two hours, the Thunderbolt, and the Thunderbolt was a wooden roller coaster that was made in 1904. And it was scary as hell because it was last repaired in 1905. And you'd get on this thing and you can see the boards coming up as you're going around. Uh, but the Cyclone had a 15-story vertical drop straight Ooh. down. That's terrifying. That was terrifying. Um, you needed medication to go on that ride. But uh, I want to know this. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your favorite great adventure or your favorite ride. What's the best amusement park ride you ever went on that either doesn't exist anymore or is still around? Because, you know, some of the cool rides, you don't even realize they're not there anymore. And I remember from, like, when I worked at Great Adventure, it was mostly rides. And now, you know, it's, it's completely different, of course. And there's a lot more, um, you know, there's a lot more sites and attractions and stuff. But, I mean, we had a ride called the Enterprise, which was, it's, it was kind of like, it started off circular you know it would spin around there was an arm on it and then after a while the arm would come up and it would turn uh like into a ferris wheel and it would still spin around and there was one point where there was an accident not a great adventure but somewhere else where it was spinning around the cars were coming off it was oh, those were the days like right? the action park days right but uh 1-800-283-101.5 the road it was really cool because what was fun about the rotor was we would run it forever. You know, the idea is you're supposed to let him in. The Great Adventure was all about capacity at the time. And they were, since everybody was riding the rides for nothing, you paid in a, a fee to get in, and then you got to ride as many rides as you want. So our job was to make the rides as short as possible just to get people in and out. The idea was to get as many people on per hour as you possibly could. And the turnstiles measured what was called capacity. And then you would, uh, you know, those who got the bigger, you know, your job was to get as many people on and you record that. I, on the other hand, would just let them go forever. And sometimes you're supposed to drop the four, six inches. We drop it like a foot and a half and they'd be like spinning around in there. Sometimes, you know, it was really bad because like when they would lose their lunch, it would come right back on your shirt. And uh, many a shirt were lost in the rotor. But some of the other rides, I'm trying to remember now. Um, and, some of, and some of the rides, you know, I, I can't think of a ride that makes me more sick than the Tilt-A-Whirl. To this day, no matter what they invent, you know, the, t the teacup, the Tilt-A-Whirl, when you hear it in the Springsteen song and you imagine I was on it last night and my shirt got caught, I didn't think I'd ever get off. You know, in my imagination, when I hear that song, the next thing I hear is, Bleh! but what about you? Kylie's got seven rides New Jersey would like to see back at Six Flags Great Adventure. What was your favorite amusement park ride? Uh, either growing up or you still do it. The Great American Scream Machine. I didn't know that was gone. Uh, what's another one? Free Fall was another one. Uh, Taz Twister. Well, that was the rotor. Right, it's the road that became the Twister Medusa. I remember that. Uh, the Viper, that's gone too. And what was the other one? No, oh, Batman and Robin. I got the ride. I was one of the. I was the first guy to ride that ride. The, I was working in radio, 
and I got an invitation to go back there, right? So I go back there, and it's been like me and my friend Dandy Kaufman, who just passed away a few years ago. But we were when we were there, we hung out together. We we were guys who went to Coney Island and all this. So he's working for MCI at the time. I'm working in Philadelphia on, on you know doing news on Howard Stern show, and. Um, we get this, I get this invitation do you, from Great Adventure. Do you want to come and ride the bat? It was like a media coverage thing. So I go up there and the two of us, I get Andy to go with me and we walk in and it'd been like, I don't know, God, 10, maybe 20, maybe about 15 years later. I walk in, I see a girl who's still working there. And the two of us walk in together. Terry, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Trav? How you doing? Trav, Andy, my God, what are you doing here? No <laughs> and way. And we rode the ride. And the Batman ride, it went forward, then it went backwards. It was really cool. But it was, that was excellent. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5. What is your favorite amusement park ride? Or what is the one, of you, if you could bring one ride back to Great Adventure? What would it be? All Jersey. 283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. Back from vacation. What a week it was. This is like the rotten week for vacation in that I always take between Christmas and New Year's because you get the most days. You get 10 days. You use like four because weekends and everything. When the music comes out to play, don't forget Jersey's opening lines Thursday night. We give you the opening line of a song we play every weekend on New Jersey 101.5. And I must compliment the fact that we were out of the Christmas music quickly and uh, didn't linger on with it like other places did. Oh, my God. After a while. After a while, there's a huge burn factor on the Christmas music. You know, like after maybe an hour uh, for me. But... Uh, this Thursday night, Lorraine Rinaldi and John Daskus are going to be here. Uh, they're in. Lorraine wrote the play. John's in the play. La Familia. It's going to be down in Medford. Give you all the details. We got Gravy Wars books to give out. That's on Thursday night. Wednesday night we got trivia, music, movies, television. New Jersey, New Jersey, one hundred one point five. We will have guest comics uh, asking the questions as well, and great prizes to give out. Go to nj 1015com Check out um, the Steve Trevelis page. Uh, been watching a lot of football. I got the story about Zach Wilson uh, tipping the waitress. I also have uh, Joe Judge. And uh, the man can talk the talk. He just cannot walk the walk. And uh, also, uh, the Giants lost their starting quarterback again today. And all that information is up there well. Mike Lennon will not be quarterback in the Giants this Sunday. Thank God. It could be Jake Fromm. At this point, I would settle for the Geico Lizard. I'd be okay with flow from Progressive. But that's me. All right, so we're talking about the uh, rides, a great adventure. Um, Kylie's got to post up seven rides that are no longer at Great Adventure that people would like to see return to Great Adventure. I am, you know, I worked at Great Adventure a long time ago, and the rides I remember, uh, I mean, basically all they did was just go round and round and round. You had to get dizzy on it, right? There was a ride called the Super Cat. There was a ride called the Swiss Bob, which is also in Seaside Heights, right? It's the Swiss Bob over and over and over. Uh, I tell you, no matter what, though, when it comes to amusements, the best ride for me is the Ferris wheel. I just like going up, coming down. You know, the higher the better. Uh, it takes forever to unload and load. It's always in a state of unloading or loading. Now, the thing with the roller coasters, they used to always, they always, always be down. You know, the, uh, like I said, I ran the rotor, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we used to do things where we had a PA system in the rotor. So we would load the people in. And 
we had these two kids. They were 15 years old, and they would sneak under the fence. And all they wanted to do was work with me and my crew on the rotor. So they used to load. We, I, I was able to give out 45-minute breaks round the clock because uh, I had these kids who were working for nothing, and we weren't saying anything, and they were loading them, unloading them on the ride. But we'd get them all in the ride. And while they were spinning around, we'd tell them, all right, we're not going to let you off unless you sing. So we'd make them sing like a sprinkle a day, helps keep odor away, and some other commercials of the Gilligan's Island stuff. It was a grand old time, you know. Whatever drinking songs we got at Jimmy Burns, we would come back. I'm singing in the rotor. But 1-800-283-101.5. Coming up, uh, Bruce Springsteen got a lot of money for his music. $500 million Sony paid for the catalog. Now, you know Sony's going to want to recoup that music, that money. And you also know that uh, one way to recoup that money is to sell those songs to be used to sell products. Put them in commercials. So think about some Springsteen songs that would make for good commercials. 1-800-283-101.5. Stick around. Jersey News. 7, Steve Trevelisse. You meet 11 o'clock. So much to talk about. So much to do. I wonder what they would use this song for in a commercial, right? Uh, you really got me from the kinks. Becomes Van Halen's classic. Eddie dies this past year. We talked about that earlier. But uh, Sony Music paid Bruce Springsteen $500 million uh, for his song catalog. And uh, David Bowie's song catalog was sold today. And how do you feel about the idea of, uh, I don't know, great rock songs being used to sell product? The, um, I remember way back... It all started when Michael Jackson bought the Beatle catalog, took it right under Paul McCartney's nose. They were working on a Say, Say, Say together, a 1983 Paul and Michael Jackson duet. And they were talking about investing, and Paul tells Michael, you know, I invested in uh, music catalogs, and Paul McCartney owned the rights to the Buddy Holly catalog, the Four Seasons catalog. How much money do you think Paul makes off Jersey Boys? Um, the Wisconsin Fight song, As Time Goes By, you know, you must remember this. He owns that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he says, you want to buy catalogs. So Michael says, oh, yeah, I did. I bought yours. And next thing you know, uh, Revolution gets sold to Nike. And uh, they're using the Beatles' revolution to sell sneakers. Now, as someone who was a big fan of revolution, I never would imagine it as a Nike song, I was offended. And I found an interview where Paul speaks to Bob Costas. And Costas asked him if it bothered him. And Paul's answer was heaps. Says Paul, I don't have the sound, but I do have this. With the Beatles, we had all those offers. Anybody who publishes those songs, you get those offers. We had offers from the big soft drink companies. But we always turned them down because we believed it would devalue the whole thing. We seemed to be selling out, which we were keen not to do. We kind of felt that our fans believed in us, and we owed them that sort of integrity, some sort of integrity. And remember there was an album uh, back in the 60s called The Who Sell Out. And it was basically like Heinz Baked Beans. was like an Andy Warhol painting the album cover. But something like Revolution means something more than a pair of sneakers, says McCartney, and I think commercially it's not a great decision. So I'm reading this, and I'm thinking about Bruce and the songs. 
you know, that now Nike's, I'm, I'm sorry, Sony's going to want to get that money back. So if, you know, what Bruce Springsteen song would you use to sell a product? I'm working on it. This is going to go up on NJ1015.com. But uh, have a little fun with it. But how do you feel about the idea? Because for me, it's almost offensive because if you put your heart and soul into a song, you know, if you get a song that you can really get behind, and then all of a sudden you see your song being used to sell a product, you're like, oh, wait a minute. That's not, I don't think that's what they meant. I mean, now, uh, for me to you from the Beatles being used, I think, in Target, or I forget where, there's a whole bunch of Beatles songs that are getting used everywhere. You know, but now there's two things, two ways to look at this. Number one, it introduces the music to a whole new generation. I mean, the Who didn't care. The Who really did sell out. I mean, you remember when CSI, the TV show, was out? They used all Who songs, right? Who Were You was CSI Miami, or was it CSI Vegas? I forget. But different Who songs were used to sell different CSI shows. And basically what it does is it reintroduces the music to a generation that wouldn't have heard it. Unless, of course, you're the you're their classic rock fans, which now, you know... You could be like 20 years old, be a teenager, be a classic rock fan. What do you think? Well, actually, I learned the Who song from CSI. From CSI. I wasn't a big classic rock fan growing up. As right. I've gotten older, I've gotten into it. But I very much like the point you're making is that it will introduce it to a new generation. Because I'm a huge Beatles fan. I just wish more kids my age were. But what got you into the Beatles? My boyfriend. My boyfriend did. Because his family was into the Beatles. What got him into the Beatles? His dad. Okay, see, that's the thing. thing with the Beatles, well, two things with the Beatles. The Beatles are different than everybody else because somehow they're the only band that I could ever think of that spikes every three years since they've been together. I mean, since they've been apart. You look now, what's out right now? Right now, here we are, January 2021. And this band that broke up 50 years ago has... A Disney special, seven hours of them making an album on Disney. A box set for Let It Be is out. George has All Things Must Pass box set re-released. Paul McCartney has lyrics, a book they sell them for a hundred bucks out there. You can't think of current bands that have that much product out. No, and I think an interesting point that I consider when I think of that is that these bands were so iconic to the point that they became trendy. Like kids my age who I see wearing Grateful Dead shirts. I'll be like, oh, what's You still your... see kids your age wearing Grateful Dead shirts? But here's the thing. They're not like, oh, the normal tie-dyes you see at a concert. They're like made by like American Eagle. And they're just putting the logo on it because it's considered trendy. And I'll ask these kids, oh, what's your favorite, so what's your favorite song? They'll be like, I don't even listen to the Grateful Dead. But wearing them because they were so iconic, it's considered trendy. Because right, our own Eric Potts wears a whole bunch of rock and roll t-shirts, and he just bought them at Walmart. Well, you're a Stones fan? No, I bought it at Walmart. No! That's the kids my age, and it drives me crazy, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, at least they know who they are. So, Well, Eric's a Stones fan. I mean, Jim Florentine was in here once, and he was talking about how we did the thing, is rock and roll dead? Is rock dead? And he said, yeah, because you don't see kids wearing band shirts anymore. You know, when I went to high school, when he went to high school, kids wore... You watch um, Goldberg's. And the kids wearing a Rush t-shirt because that's what kids wore back then. You know, that's what you wore. That was, you know, that was the trendy thing to wear. So now if you're now they're using the songs to sell product.
And you saw, uh, you got introduced by the Who to the Who by watching CSI. What show did you watch? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it was CSI Miami. I was now, what was the C, uh, CSI? Was CSI Miami the one that used Who Are You? Yes, I think right. so. I think so. That's the one I knew was Who Are You. And that that was it, right? And then the original CSI used something. Used Bob O'Reilly. I was about I to say that's that. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, but I mean the Who are another incredible band. I started listening to Tommy again, and oh my God, what an incredible! Yeah, the the work that they put in. You're never going to reach that level. That's it was so good that it couldn't. You know, some bands are just so good that music couldn't progress from there. Where would you go if you wrote Sergeant? Like, where would where would the next level be? From Sgt. Pepper or Pet Sounds or or Tommy, you know, or uh, you know, um, into uh, not into the outdoors, Zoso, the Zeppelin Four, you know, some bands and some albums are just so great. I don't know where another band could take that. You yeah, know what I mean, there's there's a there's a ceiling there maybe. Uh, but if you were going to use Bruce Springsteen songs to sell product, what would you use? Ooh. Well, it's funny you said the Nike one about the Beatles, but I was kind of thinking of like Born to Run with like Adidas or like a running brand shoe. Or Pepto Bismol. Yeah, that's what someone else said. Or yeah. Modium AD. <laughs> uh, right. Blinded by the Light, Coors Beer. That's not bad, my friend Bobby. Uh, his father was a Union City fire captain. Uh, see, Blinded by the Light. What would you sell for Blinded by the Light? Sunglasses. There you go. There you go. Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans. Blind the Bite of Light would be Ray-Bans. Pink Cadillac, that'd be easy. Uh, working on a highway for PennDOT or Jersey Dot. Yeah, working on a highway. That's what you could use to just road construction all over New Jersey. Jersey's going to be a great state when they finish it. Uh, <laughs> prove it all night, Duracell batteries. See, now, prove it all night could be a couple other things, too. Uh, oh, yeah, we got, here we got Brian the Bite of Light, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Uh, these are some of the ones that are going to go in tomorrow. The Rising, Viagra, that's good. I'm on Fire, Preparation H. Uh, Someone did the She's the One, and they did a ring, like a diamond ring company. The Beer. Yes. The Beer Diamonds, that's a good one. Uh, Drive All Night, Ford Motor Company. 10th Avenue Freeze Out, Preston Antifreeze. I like that Ford one. The Ford one was what? Which one was that? You just said in a minute. Oh, ago. Drive All Night, Ford Motor Company. Yeah, I like okay. that. Uh, Jungle Land for Great Adventure Safari. See, the thing is, like, whoever did this would have to pay a small fortune. You know how much yeah. the Beatles get to use their songs? How much? Ridiculous. They get probably more than anybody. You ever see Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah. It ends with Ferris and everybody singing Twist and Shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended up, if you see the movie, they used the Beatles' Twist and Shout. They paid so much. I think they paid more for the song than they didn't make the movie. I was about to ask that. Yeah, that's probably... And Ooh. the reason why was because they they left it in. They rehearsed it to Twist and Shout. So then they just figured, let's just do it. And then they got the bill, <laughs> what it would cost. Say it's probably worth it because of how memorable it is. The fact that you're talking about it now... Yeah. Makes it worth it, clearly. Well, uh, the Beatles just had integrity to it. The, in Mad Men, they used Tomorrow Never Knows in one of their in one of their scripts and for a television show to use the Beatles. Mm. That's amazing. 
But 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about rock and roll songs being used to sell product? And uh, give me one that you like or give me one that would work now that uh, you're going to be, I bet you're going to be seeing these too. Because like I said, Sony, they're going to want to make money on this. They spent $500 million for this catalog. They want to start making money right now. And I love the idea that Bruce just sold the catalog and let the family live off the money and not let them run the catalog. You know, if only the Giants, if only John Mara would do that with the Giants, sell the team. Don't worry about running the team. Let someone else run the team. You go do what you do, whichever, whatever it is that you do. Here's fast traffic. Three, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right. Pretty soon you're going to see those Springsteen songs being used in TV commercials. You're going to be using them to sell anything and everything. I wonder, like, if that works out. Is there a clause in the deal that says, uh, all right, $500 million, but I get to approve whatever product you use my, my songs in? I don't think it works that way. All right? I mean... That's got to be objectionable, like uh, how the Beatles felt. Like Paul was not happy to see uh, Revolution being used to sell Nike sneakers. It wasn't what it was about. If you saw the movie The Doors with Val Kilmer, there's a scene in it where he's with his girlfriend, Pam, and the television's on, and Light My Fire comes in to sell for a car lot. It's being advertised to sell used cars, and they're using the song. And Morrison looks at her and goes, catchy tune. And he picks up the TV and smashes it, you know, against the wall. Uh, that's how the artist feels. But that's what happens when you sell your songs for $500 million. I don't know if somebody's going to do it, but I can imagine that they would. And they'll be, you know, selling the songs to TV commercials, to movies, to, you know, all kinds of things. $500 million, a lot of money to pay. Of course, they're going to want to make that back. James is in Morristown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, James. Hey, Steve-O, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Hey, Steve-O, I didn't, I didn't watch one iota that Giant game yesterday. That's, that's unbelievable for me. I, you know, I live for the Giants. I'm like you, and maybe not as big as you, but I, I'm a big fan, you know? It is hard. It is just laborious to they watch that team. They couldn't get another guy to quarterback that team, like at least the running quarterback, someone who can make a play. Glennon, we all knew Glennon sucked, you know? Why, they paid him a million four. I think. Why would you even put him on the team? But right. the other thing is, uh, why wouldn't you just start the – when you're down, the press conference afterward was just so horrendous, where Joe Judge is talking about uh, culture and uh, how much culture you need to just make a play. You paid millions of dollars to make a play. Make the damn play. You know, uh, and he's talking about how great the running game was when they're down 29 to 3. Of course, the other team's going to let you run. They want you to run. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't scored a touchdown in a month. So, really, it's just it's just a really hard watch. But what do you got for me? Uh, for the New York City Marathon. Well, well my question, for a quick question. Why did, did Bruce say why he did it? Because yeah, he usually, he, you were saying he didn't really like his songs and commercials. Money. You know, you're at the point. He's what? He's pushing. I thought he could have made more money on on the royalties, couldn't he? Five hundred. You're seventy two years old. Yeah, that's. And you're going to get five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Right. What would you do? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, the good thing about it though is, like I said, I'd rather. It's if you're him. Why is leave the five hundred million dollars? How many generations of Springsteen are going to be taken care of? Yeah, you're right. Why let them die? I wouldn't let the family deal with that. I would just say, you know what? Here you go. Bowie's catalog sold for $250 million. Yeah, it's 
get us the thing. But I had Born to Run for the New York City Marathon. I like that. Born to Run for the New York City Marathon, right? Uh, when you really break it down, you look at someone, what they could do. Point blank. You know, there's so many yeah. songs that, you know, uh, Dancing in the Dark. Uh, I'm telling you, you're going to see them all over the place. But that that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, man. Have a good week. You got it, James. All right. Two, uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Now, Bowie's estate uh, inked a deal with Warner Chappelle Music, publishing arm of Warner Music Group, to sell it for $250 million. Deal comes amid the Bowie 75 celebration. Uh, Bowie would have been 75 on Saturday, January 8th. He'll, that's amazing. And he's another one that, you know, whose death just took you completely by surprise because no one saw that coming. But um, 1-800-283-101.5. I think that, you know, I think what Paul said, you know, it's not good for the companies to do it. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know that the song gets reinvented as the commercial and people forget what the song was really about. You know what I mean? If people start associating, now going back to the 80s, revolution to sell sneakers uh they forget the revolution was basically you know uh, a protest song an anti-war song all right some of these let's see <laughs> uh devils and dust here we go here we go uh bruce springsteen catalog possible ad syncs this i got from jordan the ties that bind could be uh glad tall kitchen bags uh kitty's back pet ship registry devils and dust dirt devil vacuums uh, the Ghost of Tom Joad, Ram Trucks. Uh, Outlaw Pete, Buttigieg for President, 2024. Sleepy Joe's Cafe, Biden for President, 2024. Uh, again, Born to Run, Peloton. Uh, the Rising Viagra, Counting on a Miracle Viagra. This is your sword, Viagra. Uh, we got a lot. We got, Viagra is like uh, the star of the show here. Working on a Dream, Lunestra. Mansion on a hill, that could be Zillow. If I should fall behind, lifeline. These are pretty good. These are pretty good. All right, what do you got for me? 1-800-283-101.5. What's cool about my social media, like I throw it up there, and uh, they, got some good, they got some good imagination. You know, after a while when you post, people start to get you. And uh, yeah, it becomes like one big, happy posting family where everybody just gets on each other and laughs. So, Bruce Springsteen, so the catalog is sold for $500 million. And now, you know, Sony's going to be using those songs in commercials, in movies, in television productions, wherever they possibly can. And the whole idea of using the songs to sell the product. Uh, I, mi I, miss the, uh, I miss the days when people would... Or companies would, like, write jingles. You don't see jingles anymore. You know, and to this day, you walk through a supermarket, and I see, I see product that no longer, you know, the, the song hasn't been around in years, but it's still in my head. You got any of those? Right? You, 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 you walk past, and you, I hear Pepsi jingles in my head that go back to the 60s. Or Coca-Cola. I remember the last episode of Mad Men. Um, John Hamm is Don Draper. 
And the last episode is so good because uh, he's meditating. You know, his whole life has been a mess, as you see. And, you know, everyone, his, his family's left him. He's like, he's, he really doesn't know what to do. And he realizes that he is who he is and who he is is the madman. Who he is is the guy who thinks up the ads. And he's meditating and they're all going home and they're all like, you know, it's, it's, it's 1970 and they're all spread out and, uh, you know, chanting. And he's in this robe. It doesn't fit him because he's a suit and briefcase guy. And you see him get this look on his face as he comes to peace with who he is. And he realizes what he does and he gets the idea. And I've got a framed picture of that look. You know, John Hamm as Don Draper with that look hanging in my office because that's where he gets the idea. And the idea... It's for the next great commercial. And the next great commercial at that time was I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing, um, the Coca-Cola jingle, which became a top 40 hit. And that's what Mad Men was all about. And we'll throw this out there. we got a half hour left. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me a commercial jingle for a product that hasn't been around in a long time. The product may still be here, but the commercial hasn't been. But commercials that you still remember from your youth. It's 10.30. E101.5, Steve Trevelis. Talking about songs being used in commercials. What are the ones you remember from your youth? Okay. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R, right? Oscar Mayer. See, like, Oscar Mayer, you haven't seen that jingle in so long, right? Yeah, you see the hot dog truck. You see the product in the stores. And even though you haven't heard the song in so long, what what do you hear in your head when you come around that cold cut aisle and you see it? Uh, you don't want to be digging some rock song. Like uh like uh Weird Al doing my Bologna. One eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. Plop plop fizz fizz. Oh what a relief it is. There's some commercial jingles that are just iconic. What are the ones that you remember? Haven't been on in a long time. But they're just embedded in your brain. All right, now hold on. Now, Jordan, you're, you're, you're young. And what are you, like 25, 23? I'm 23. 23. All right, what songs do you... Because they, they don't even make commercial jingles anymore. Oh, let me think. I'm normally What are the so ones you these? remember when you were a kid? Right? Commercial jingles. Well, Cars for Kids. That's still... That's a given. There. That's a... Um, what's the other one? Um, that's one I try to erase here when you have... It's in my head. It's on the tip of All right, my tongue. Come on, see that? You should have like a billion of them, and yet they just don't do it. So now they want to go the auto easy. parts. All right, yeah, but that's on right. You would see the wrong one right now, right? That's one. Yeah. But you see, like that's the thing. Like it's such a cop out to use the rock songs, as yeah. opposed to just having the company spend the money do a tailor made song. I like know if, one. Go ahead. I know one. Uh, Education Connection. Do you remember those? Yeah, what is that? Oh, my God. That was, like, what it was called. It was literally Education Connection. Um, okay. Get connected for free at Education Connection. Okay. I remember okay. that one That's really a good well. One. Um, no, I miss Beautiful jingles. Mount Airy Lodge. I remember that one. I don't right? know. That, that one. was one of those, you know, could you see, like, the couple in the champagne glass bathtub? And it'd be like, Mount Airy Lodge was like a romantic resort in the Poconos. Uh, that would be beautiful. Mount Airy Lodge. Crazy Eddie. 
Crazy Eddie was a stereo shop. And Crazy Eddie would, they had this guy, Dr. Jerry Carroll. And he was a screaming DJ. And go out, get the best prices you can find. Crazy Eddie never had a sale. Crazy Eddie was just a big sale at Crazy Eddie. And what it was was go out, get the best prices you can find. You do the work. And Crazy Eddie will beat him. So you had to come back with a, if you didn't, Crazy Eddie was going to charge you whatever you wanted. And you're just assuming this is going to be a great price because Crazy Eddie, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, he beats everybody. And uh, then came Nobody Beats the Wiz, which was the actual name of the store. And they had a jingle. But Crazy Eddie would just be the be the prices are insane. And then you would have to go out and get the best price. And you'd have this guy screaming the price at you. Uh how about this one? Here's one. If you have a passion for fashion, you have a craving for savings, take the wheel of your automobile and head on down to Ideal. And I'm not even sure what Ideal was, but I know she's looking at me going, shaking her going, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know these, no. You see, now you're learning something here, right? Another one with the, uh, we got two of you got a passion for fashion, right? That's how big this was, that people just remember Ideal. And like, if I were going to do it, Sassy, if I were going to do it, if I had a big company, rather than pay the millions and billions for the Springsteen song, I would rather just, you know, have my own thing typed up and have my own thing written up. And that's what I would use. Well, jingles are great. I actually wish more people use jingles now. Um, they're just so fun. They're so fun. I know me and my friends will sit in the car and we'll just kind of spit off whoever can think of the most and kind of make it a game. That's why I'm so mad. I can't think of any of the ones I know right now. Well, look at I'm, I'm, I'm texting with my pal Gene Nagel, who was the Comedy Cove. And we're talking about Twist and Shout. And I thought the Isley Brothers did Twist and Shout originally. Because uh, the Beatles covered it, right? Chubby Checkers? No, not Chubby Checkers. It turns out that Phil Medley was the co-author with Burt Burns, originally recorded by the Top Notes. Phil Spector produced the Top Note version. Hmm. I had no idea. I Phil had no idea either. Spe Phil Spector, who we lost this year. 1-800-283-101.5. Come on. Go, who are we lost last year? Give me a commercial. Give me a commercial from your youth that you still remember. A jingle. And even though the product may not even be around anymore, the product may still be around. See, that's when you get the best bang for your buck. When you do the jingle and it's so good that years after you stop using the jingle, people still remember it. They don't know where they remembered it. Maybe the grandparents sang it to the kid, or the parents sang it to the kid, but they know it. 1-800-283-101.5. David is in Trenton on New Jersey, 101.5. What you got for me, David? Where's the beef? Where's the beef, right? Clara Pella running around. <laughs> Dude, remember Clara Pella? And, and remember the, the little piece of meat on the big roll? Remember that? <laughs> She opens it up and that, where's the beef? Yeah, love that, man. Excellent. Where's the beef? John's on the parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. John, you there? Oh, yeah. This is John. I'm not on the parkway, though. Oh, John, I don't know. John, where are you? I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm in my home in Beachwood. Oh, John, in Beachwood. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned Toys R Us yet, though. Oh, with the giraffe. What's the name of the giraffe? Uh, Jeffrey. 
Jeff, Jeffrey would call my kids on their birthday. I don't even know how the hell he got their number, that stalker. He would call my kids on their birthday. I was like, you pervert, hang up the phone on him. Oh, my God. I worked there, and I wanted to choke that thing. <laughs> you worked? <laughs> I heard that song every five minutes. I heard that song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, man, let's go to uh, Billy is in 78 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Billy. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. What you got for me? Okay, what about Nestle's chocolate milk mix with Farfel and Danny O'Day? N-E-S-T-L-E-S. Yes. Nestle makes the very best chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. 1-800-283-101.5. Linda's in Lincoln Park on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Linda. Hi. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? All right. What you got for me? I got my baloney has a first name. It's O-S-D-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, I love to eat it every day. If you ask me why I say, because Oscar Mayer has a way with D-O-L-O-G-S. All right, Linda, that is excellent. Thank you for calling New Jersey 101.5. John, Chris, Mary Ellen, hang out. Hey, guys, Bill Spady. 1.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, only a matter of time before they start using the Springsteen songs in commercials. Sony did pay $500 million for the catalog. They got to get that money back. But I worry the days when companies invested in their own commercials, wrote their own jingles, the ones that we still remember from way back when, even though they're not on anymore. That's a sign of a good jingle. When it's been off the air for years and years and years, and you still remember it when you see the product. Like, for instance, Mary Ellen in West Orange on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mary Ellen. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. What do you got for me? Um, I got the Schaefer beer jingle from the 60s. Oh, let me sing it. All right. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Schaefer flavor doesn't fade even when the day is done. The most rewarding flavor in this man's world for people who are having fun. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Yeah, Mary Ellen, that was great. Thanks for calling. Brian is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hey, okay, you talked about amusement parks. How yeah. about Palisades? Oh, my God. You remember Palisades? You're too young for Palisades Park. It was pretty young when I was there, but yeah, Palisades Amusement Park. Do you know the jingle? I know the beginning and the end, but the middle I'm lost. It's Palisades Amusement Park, swim all day, after till after dark, Palisades Amusement Park. Ride the coasters, it's cool. Ride the waves in the pool, you'll have fun. So, so come on over. That is great. That is excellent. I now it's got. I, I know now they got condominiums there. That was the first saltwater pool. They have big that parties. Was the coolest place. That was the coolest place. I know, and it grows in legend. Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. How about that? Christopher's in Rockaway on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christopher. Hey, 
Steve. It's nice to talk to you again. I hope you've been all right. Happy New Year to you. Same here, my friend. Happy New Year to you. Now, you're too young for this, Christopher. You remember these? Uh, yeah, I, I remember a couple of them. I, for this one specifically, I, uh, you know, just 23, but I've been hearing this for the last 15 years without fail. Right. I actually found out that they uh, they closed some of their stores. I'm not sure if they're still around, but it was the uh, the old commercials of Empire Today, and they always had that classic jingle of 1-800-588-2300-EMPIRE-TODAY. That's brilliant, remember? And you see, like, the the song, even Jordan woke up for that, and the carpet, right? The, the whole carpet spreads out around the house, and the guy's nailing the carpet and the hardwood floor and all that. That made me think of Stanley Steamers. Stanley Steamers is another one. Yeah. Your home cleaner. Uh, yeah. Classics too. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? What's brilliant about Empire is they put the phone number in the jingle. That's true. They made it work. They made it work. That hey, as I mentioned, that's what I've been memorizing. I haven't seen their commercial in years, but I can't get that number out of my head. So here's the deal. If, night. Take care Christopher, God forbid you ever get arrested and go to jail and get one phone call. Let that not be the only number you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. The Optimum commercial. Optum, uh, they had just come out with like triple cable or something or uh-huh. whatever. But they put the phone number in it too, and I'll never forget the phone number. It's 877-393-4448. And they're like all go. on the beach with the dancers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I one. remember that one. That was, there was another one, uh, Sheridan. 800-325-3535. I don't know that uh, one. That was an old one. Let's get Joe and Galloway on New Jersey 101.5. Joe, bring us home. What do you got? Yeah, I'm here. The old Spice commercial. It's been around a long time, I believe. Oh, that's a great one. That is a, the reason women have run off. Well, they're men, we're at sea. Nicole, to New Jersey 101.5. Wow, man, this is one of those crazy nights. We're going like an hour talking to myself, and then all of a sudden, bing! Love it. Let's do it again tomorrow night, shall we? All right. In the meantime, just remember one thing, you remember nothing else. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.